And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, doll? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Send the stage on the mic. And we putting it on wax. It's the new style. We are Jalen Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get a people. Yes. Yes. What? Yes. They won. We got Carmelo Anthony playing real basketball. We got Luka Doncic dominating. We've got a little deep dive on the Warriors. Draymond Green had something really interesting to say about that. And we have, of course, only female voicemails today. Yo, Carmelo Anthony played professional basketball yesterday in the National Basketball Association for the Portland Trail Blazers wearing double zero. Not only that, Jalen, he started the game. Carmelo Anthony got the start. Do you remember all this talk about whether or not what his role was going to be, whether or not he would accept the role? He went four for 14, played pretty well in a loss, albeit a loss against the Pelicans. No Dame Lillard for the Blazers. What do you think about Carmelo's debut and what it means for the Blazers and himself? I said this yesterday and I'm going to make sure I repeat it. The woes of the Portland Trailblazers starting 5 and 10 are not on Carmelo Anthony. No. Okay? It's because they don't have Nurkic. And last night, they didn't have Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that the Blazers gave him an opportunity. He knocked down a couple of shots in pick-and-roll type actions. That's what he's going to be able to provide. He pump-faked at the three-line, made a nice mid-range shot. The lost art of the mid-range is something that he has mastered. Yep. One of the best scores the game has seen. But just as a future Hall of Famer, I felt it was important to him for him to go out on his own terms. He has the opportunity now to return to Denver and get celebrated. Yes. He has the opportunity to return to New York and get celebrated. He didn't get that because he got unceremoniously released, basically, by the Houston Rockets and been out of the game. So for that, I was really happy that he was back in uniform. Me too, because he is such an influential player, such a great person, and he's going to the Hall of Fame, and he's part of that that famous draft class. I didn't want his career to end after nine games with the Houston Rockets. Like I want him to be able to go to Denver, to come back to the Garden, to get the standing ovations, and to get buckets. He's going to have a game where he gets like 25, 27 points. He will. Now, yesterday, he was minus 20 in his 24 minutes. I don't like plus minus as a stat. I do not like plus minus as a stat. So a lot of people are like, oh, Carmelo Anthony minus 20. He's the reason they lost or whatever. How do you feel about plus minus as a stat? I feel like any statistic can be manipulated. And that's why I always make sure that analytics are a part of the, uh, the analytics are a tool, not the toolbox. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the totality of what was happening out on the floor, there were times where he was guarding Brandon Ingram. You know how old he is? 21, 22? Yeah. Okay. He's going to drive past a 35-year-old Carmelo yes, Anthony. Yes, he is. The defense isn't exactly his strong suit. At That's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And when he tried to drive and dunk on Jackson oh, Hayes. Oh, we can take a look at that. Let's take okay, a, let's let's take a look that. at the dunk, okay. the dunk attempt okay. because this is my favorite part of the whole entire game. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Of the- Jackson Hayes, if you don't know, is a great shot blocker. <laughs> but Carmelo Anthony, just 
Just the idea that he was going to dunk on him off two feet like that just really made me happy. What do you think of the dunk attempt? Well, it's the second quarter. He ain't been in the league in a year. <laughs> no, no, no. So he living his best life. He really is just warming up a little bit. You know, the second quarter got the muscles going. But just think about it like this. Jackson Hayes, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, 17th year in the NBA. That was a perfect example. No country for old men. It's really not. And Jackson Hayes is a really good shot blocker. He's a rim protector, and he's going to get some more weight on him and get some more, you know, NBA skills. But the idea that Carmelo Anthony would just lift, just just see the rim and see Jackson Hayes between him and the rim and be like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make a moment. But when you roll to the hoop, that feels like a great idea. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I've been an old player. I'm telling you, and I couldn't jump. I've been an old player. I promise you, it feels. It seems like a good idea. And then you're about to take off. You see this 19-year-old seven-footer. <laughs> Boing. You're like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> no, 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 because that basketball never got 10 feet. No, no, it didn't. That, it wasn't even it close. never got 10 feet. He was, he was looking for a foul. He was looking for a foul. <laughs> he was trying to go to the line. Try to get a highlight of it. Well, another player who was part of that draft cast, um, gentleman by the name of LeBron James. He made history again. He had 25, 11, and 10 against the Thunder in a win for the Lakers, becoming the very first player in the history of the National Basketball Association to have a triple-double against all 30 franchises in the league. What do you see from the King last night in the win? Longevity, consistency, durability, professionalism. And when I purchase a ticket, usually to watch LeBron James play, he shows up. Yep, he plays. Okay, and for him to have triple-doubles versus every team, that's remarkable. No one's done it before. That, that, that is outstanding. And I know that he's going to look at the stat sheet and be like, I had seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. But I look at the stat sheet and was thinking about this. LeBron could legitimately average a triple-double this year. He could. Luka could. LeBron could. Westbrook could. Like, there's some players that could do it this year. Absolutely. And it, it's amazing to watch him play with Anthony Davis. You notice that little pocket pass. He get it on the right yep. wing. AD either set or slip the pick. Boom. Layup. Oh, fall to the free throw line. He scored over 30 points. It was just their sheer dominance that led their team to victory. I think one thing that does get overlooked is Anthony Davis's performances this year. Like he had 34 points, seven and four. 34, seven and four. Do you think that Anthony Davis's production is actually more important to the Lakers than LeBron James? Of course it is because we all know that LeBron James can lead a team to a championship. Yep. But at this point of his career, he's going to need a young buck like Anthony Davis to not only be productive in the regular season and make sure that they secure a nice home a nice home seating yep but also when the playoffs come that's going to be his chance to deliver this is why you leave the pelicans to join the lakers so you could deliver on the big stage anthony davis is doing that and you remember last year when lebron was healthy when they were playing he looked around at his team and didn't seem like he had a true duo. It didn't seem like he had someone he could rely on the way that he can rely on Davis. I think that this was his plan all along. Like, all, I think that he planned to have Anthony Davis in the purple and gold with him like two, three years ago. We talked about it on this program. And when he switched agents, the writing was on the wall. Talked about it on this program. Going to the season. Continue to talk about it. And all of a sudden, he went to the office. Like, you know what? He's like, get me out of here. Just get me out of Just here. Just get me out of here. And then when he left, had the That's All Folks shirt. The That's All Folks shirt that he said someone laid out for him. Like, even my own kids, even my own children who are like four years old have more say over what they wear than Anthony Davis, according to Anthony Davis. That was just like, come on, Anthony Davis. Don't act like you just put on whatever. Oh, just, oh I'm sorry. Does this say That's All Folks on here? Oh, that's crazy. But the lead domino to that happening was the Lakers getting the 
top pick. Mm-hmm. That was a number big, four. That was pick. a big day. That because, lottery day was big for correct, them. Correct. Because if they don't get, if the Pelicans don't get Zion, they now have to include Kuzma in the deal, mm-hmm. which changes the dynamics of the current Lakers team. Of course. So Rob Palinka did a great job of being patient, and also Frank Vogel, defensive minded. Yes. When you have so much height and so much size, so many players that can protect the rim, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, now all of a sudden you put on the perimeter Avery Bradley when he's healthy, mm-hmm. Danny Green who can play defense. Love Danny Green for that. So they have a complete basketball team. Do you think Frank Vogel looks like me? No, I think you look I like get it the a Joker. Lot. I get it a lot. The Joker? <laughs> Jokovic? Yeah. No, yeah. Jokic? Jokic? That hurts my feelings, man. Why is that? That hurts my feelings. He's a handsome man. He's a stretch mark like five. You. He's a stretch mark five. <laughs> it is time for News That Matters. Jalen, one thing that you are very proud of are the various Jalens in the world of sports and just in the world generally. So when we're walking the streets, someone says, like, oh, my son is named Jalen or my cousin is named Jalen. Like, your mom created a name. And that is really stuck. A it's combination part- of my father, biological father, James, my Uncle Leonard. It just had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Uncle Lynn. She combined those names, thus gave birth Uncle to Uncle Lynn Jaylen. had a birthday? Yes, Big indeed. Big shout to Uncle Lynn. No doubt. What a day for you. So, you're not the only person that leaves a legacy with their name, especially in the world of sports. I want you to take a look at this list of names. These are actual Collegiate players <laughs> named after rappers. We got Mystical, Cameron, Jada Kiss Harvey, and Mace Funa. <laughs> Say, do, do, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jada Kiss is actually his mom's name, Jada, and he was born on the same anniversary of the day they had their first kiss. Killer! But that one's the best. Jalen, would you name your son Jada Kiss Rose? Possibly. There's a Raekwon out there too. I see there's, playing yeah, college football. Yep, there's Raekwons. No doubt about it. Um, I just appreciate that those guys get celebrated and appreciated for the work that they put into the game mm-hmm. and how now hip hop has become so very mainstream that it basically walks hand in hand with what's cool and what's hip and what's not. And so I appreciate all of those guys in their own right, and I've been fans of each of them for a really long time. You know what? I'm a fan of all those. I've never seen any of those people play whatever they play, but I'm a fan. If your name <laughs> your name is Jadakiss, I'm supporting no you. No doubt. The Golden State Warriors. They were pre-annual, pre-annual championship favorites. It seemed like year after year, it was a, it was a, it was the Warriors are the favorites every year. And then KD leaves. Clay gets hurt. Check check. Steph gets hurt. Check. Draymond's in and out of the roster, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, this team which used to win every game, it seems like, that they went out and played, lost seven straight games. They finally beat the Grizzlies last night. But, Jalen, to watch this franchise move into a new arena and go from a penciled into the finals every year to playing like this, it's just it's just shocking to see. Well, the league catches up with you quick. And let's name some of those players that's out there. Pascal out of Villanova has yep. been balling, yep. giving them good quality minutes. Alec Burke's been playing really, really well. well. And Glenn Robinson the third nephew been balling too. He had twenty points in that Willie game. Willie Cauley Stein. I always like Willie Cauley Stein. Great painter as well. Oh, he's a painter. Yes, indeed. Oh, you never know what you're gonna learn on yes, Jalen Jacoby. Absolutely. I did not know he was a painter. But this league catches up with you and humbles you real fast. Yes. And that's why, as a player, you can't try to always clap back when somebody says something you don't like, because winning three championships, making it to five finals. Of course, you're going to have your chest stuck out. You yep. deserve to. Yep. 
They were a super team. But now all of a sudden, that jersey looks a lot different based on who's in them. We were comparing them to Michael Jordan's Bulls. You remember Correct. when we were doing that thing? Correct. And now we're looking at them like, who are these guys again? Correct. And they're losing seven straight games. I know. D'Angelo Russell had been playing well. Mm-hmm. But for a young team, because that's really what they are, you're trying to find who can be a part of the growth and still be on the squad when the big guns return. That's all this is, is a tryout right yep. now for all of these players. I also like how Steve Kerr told the media, he was like, this is reality. What we've been doing the past few years, that's fantasy stuff. Correct. Like, this is actual NBA team. This is how this works. You go out, you compete, you try to win, and you lose more than you win. And you mentioned about clapping back in. Mm-hmm. That brings me to something that Draymond Green had to say about this sort of experience of being one of the best teams to being one of the worst. Quote, we put them down, so they're trying to kick us while we're down, too, because we've put them down for years. But we didn't have to take shots while they were down. We just put them down, so it's a difference. What is your friend trying to say there? He's basically saying that when they were a team that had four All-Stars, they were a super team and had it their way. Mm -hmm. Now that they don't have that, people want to come at him in particular because he's the one remaining guy that's still trotting out there in that uniform. So now the opposing players are like, okay, no Steph, no Clay, no KD. Okay, we're going to try to give you some work. And so this year is going to test his professionalism in a lot of ways. Because as a fiery competitor, yep. and Draymond Green has always been a winner and has always been a champion. I've been watching him since high school, four years at Michigan State. He's always been a really competitive person. He wants to win every play. Mm. No matter if his team is up 20 or down 20. But the difference is when you're on a team that won three championships versus a team that just lost seven out of eight, you're not getting the benefit of the whistle. So it's going to be interesting to see how his relationship with the referees plays out over the rest of the season. What do you think he means? Like, oh, we just put them down, but they want to kick us when they're down. Like, how does that actually manifest itself into the things people say and the things people do against them? Well, it's Flash Brothers shooting from everywhere. It lights out once they get going. Now, all of a sudden, those guys ain't on the floor. And people seeing that. Remember when you your, your owner said you were light years ahead of the rest of the league? Yep. Okay, well, we catching up this year. And this is our chance to, quote, unquote, like he said, kick you when you're down. Well, one of the players they did add this offseason is D'Angelo Russell, who's been in and out of the lineup. And D'Angelo Russell had something interesting to say about the decision to play in Golden State. Quote, I did my first winter in New York, and that was tough. So to get the opportunity to go somewhere where it's warm again, I think that played a major part in my plan. Now, remember, he was traded there. But Jalen, people talk about this all the time. Weather. And the basketball players don't want to go to a place like Minnesota or Milwaukee. Is this a real consideration? Like, do players actually consider weather when they decide where they're going to play? I love D'Angelo Russell, lucky lefty. How much money did he get paid to play basketball this offseason? Hundreds of millions. Okay. He would have been anywhere to get that money. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Anchorage, Alaska, it just, you it just be. so yeah. happened that he ended up in the with the Warriors. And by the way, he got traded. Yeah. Like he, it's always it's always revisionist history. You know what I mean? Because I remember when I saw this news story, I was like, wait a second, he didn't make a decision to go there. Man, he got a hundred million dollars to play basketball. Would you take less money to play for a, no. a team like no. Miami no. than to play no. for Milwaukee no. or the Timberwolves? You're no. literally just going anywhere where the money's the best. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, Jalen. I know you. Let me tell you what I'm not doing. Two words you said. Taking less. As soon as you said those two words, I was out. <laughs> it didn't even matter what you said after that. 
Okay. Well, I remember a Jalen Rose went to play for the Phoenix Suns. Oh, that's right. And the Phoenix Suns were really, really good. So would you take less money to try to ring chase? And don't act like you didn't ring chase. Don't act like you didn't ring chase. Don't act like you didn't ring chase. I did. So I did. is that a consideration then? We're not just talking about weather. Like if you're if you're at the end of your career, would you take less money to play on a championship contender? Duh. I went to Phoenix because they had the back-to-back MVP and Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. They had all NBA Amari. Mm-hmm. They had all-star Sean Marion. They We won 67 games that year. I was trying to get a chip. That's what I was trying to do. Until Robert Ory put Steve Nash into the scoreboard <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and derailed my entire situation. Yeah, I hate the coming off the bench rule in the NBA. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I absolutely hate it. It should be a case-by-case evaluation to decide whether you're trying to, you're trying to instigate or you know, increase the fight or not? I hate that. Can I tell you so something much. funny about that I did after that game? What's that? I got a lot of DMPs that year. Mm-hmm. After that game, I knew Boris Diaw. I knew Amari Stoudemire was going to get suspended. That's what I was doing. Getting some shots Straight up. Straight to the treadmill. <laughs> Getting some shots up. I was at home doing some calisthenics. That was my chance. Some push-ups. I'm going to bring Phoenix to championship. No doubt about it. I did everything. I was jumping rope. I'm telling you, I went, you. Back, I went back to the, uh, Played my six apartment. minutes in the next game. Went back to my apartment. I was jumping rope. I was like, I'm about to do work. I got in early, got some shots up on the practice court. I'm like, I'm about to do work. How many scored the next game? Barely played. Four. <laughs> Let's get people to work. When I lived in LA, we would drive around the neighborhood. We lived by Dodger Stadium, and sometimes my kids would look up out the window, and they would see something in the sky that got them so excited. Something in the sky that knew that there was excellence around us. That something was the Goodyear blimp. Because sometimes you just have to look up for inspiration. For more than 60 years, the Goodyear blimp has fueled greatness on the gridiron by providing aerial coverage to some of the most legendary moments in college football history. When the Goodyear blimp rises above a stadium, it inspires players to reach higher and rise to the challenge of the game's biggest moments. Now it's your turn to go further with Goodyear. Discover tires that are made to rise above the rest. Learn more at Goodyear.com. Goodyear. More driven. Jalen, we mentioned this Clipper game because the Clippers have a game tonight. They also have a game on Friday. Kawhi Leonard has been out with a knee contusion. Contusion is a fancy word for bruise. Interesting. Now, we know that he's a load management guy, but I don't think he means to miss three games in a row. How concerned are you about his health, and what do you think that the implications moving forward are of his knee contusion? Well, here's the number one uh, implication, is that the more games he misses during the regular season, unlike last year playing in the Eastern Conference, the 21 games he missed, mm-hmm. the team was 17-4 and four when he did not play. Yeah, He joined a Toronto Raptor team that was basically flirting with the number one seed the last couple of years in that conference. But now he's in the West. And won a championship in the West with the San Antonio Spurs. However, the season is a marathon out there. And the more games you ultimately end up miss missing, it hinders their opportunity to host home court. Yes. Versus certain opponents. This is why I said earlier in the year, don't be surprised if the two best teams, Lakers and Clippers, don't face each other in the Western Conference Finals. That could be a second-round matchup. For this exact matchup. reason. And you talk about home court advantage. When they're playing the Lakers, they don't have home court advantage, whether they're the home team or the away team. Correct. In that building, that's going to be a Laker crowd all the time. And they're 9-5 and five right now. You remember after that very first game, putting the league on notice, the Clippers run L.A. <laughs> they, they haven't they haven't played up to expectations since then. How much of that do you think is because of Paul George being out and Kawhi's health? Well, both. But the one thing that we felt like would be their calling card is defense. And mm-hmm. they haven't been locking down like you and. Anticipate. No. When you see all of the guys on their team, 
that are capable defenders. Good point. They have not been defending the way that they can and they should. So, Jalen, you know that you've got certain guys in the league that you love. There's a guy in the league that I love. He's an under-celebrated person. The casual NBA fans don't even know this person exists. And that is my guy, Sacramento King, Bogdan Bogdanovich. And he had a coming out party last night. He did. My guy, Bogdan, had 31 points. Extremely efficient 31 points. Here's why I love Bogdan Bogdanovich. Doesn't turn the ball over. Always make the right decision. Very efficient shooter. Just doesn't do anything wrong. He's, he's like a coach's dream. I love Bogdan. Do you think the Kings have kind of turned it around after their slow start? You're, you're a, a, an amazing dad. Uh-oh. Terrific Whenever you give husband. compliments, you're about to disrespect me. No, because what ends up happening is when you love somebody, like you mm-hmm. love Lance, like you love yes. the Joker, and yes. how you just die easy, and how you love so many people, you overlook some things. What am I overlooking? He has six turnovers. That's fine. <laughs> Look at him. 11 for 14 from the field. I'm just saying. extremely efficient. You say he don't turn the ball over. He doesn't. Listen, listen, Jalen Rose, I've been following Bogdan for like three years now. It's his entire career. Because he had some turnovers last night does not mean that he's a turnover-prone guard. Because he is not. He doesn't make the fancy play. That's one thing I don't like about Harrison him. Harrison Barnes played good minutes for them last night as well. Mm-hmm. Another guy that the world wouldn't know, Rashawn Holmes, starting at center, played quality minutes. So Luke Walton is doing a terrific job. He is. Getting this team turned around after a slow start. We always felt like they would compete for the eight seed. Do you think they still will? I think they will. I think a handful of teams are in that conversation that didn't make the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. but have a chance to make it this year. They fall into that category. I think the Kings are one of those teams. We'll see where they are around the trade deadline. And they might make a move. They might make a move to try to make a push. All right. We spoke about the Lakers. They had a win yesterday in the Staples Center, but the real action was at halftime. Jalen Rose, I want you to see who joined the Laker girls. That's none other than Venus Williams with the choreography and the outfit and the whole thing. And Venus was not alone. Also joining Laker girls, we have my guy Ian Carmel, you know, and we got Gronkowski learning all the choreography and James Corden. My question for you, Jalen Rose, is this. How long would it take you to learn the choreography? Because that took like a little looks like it took a long time. That what Gronk was doing probably take me an hour. No, what? Jalen, I'm going to let you, you know that this machine here <laughs> records the things that you say, and then we broadcast them all over the world. So you're trying to tell me that you could learn that choreography in how long? Probably an hour. Oh, you want to put that to the test? You want to put that to the test? The Nick City Dancers could use some help. Sure. You'll dance at halftime with the Nick City Dancers. I love it when you say stuff like this, because you know we're going to make this happen. I will. Because you know I don't like I to would. try. You know I, I don't like to work too hard on this I program. I, I Right now, I I'm already I drafting would. an email in my I head I to would. get Nick's PR. And I, and I do it for the Pistons, too. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, Jalen, I want you out there with the Nick City Dancers. <laughs> we're going to make that happen. We're going to record it for the show. God, I love it when you say things like that in the microphones. And, you know, that was obviously a, a great moment for the fans to see Gronkowski out there and Venus Williams and James Corden. But... The fan favorite of the Lakers is not LeBron James. It's not Anthony Davis. It's not KCP. None other than the legend. Alex Caruso. Caruso got a mural in Los Angeles. My man Caruso has a mural where he's dunking on all the major players in the Western Conference. Murray, Harden, Leonard, Booker, Luka, all falling victim to Eric Caruso. First off, that mural is cold. It really is. Whoever did that That well done. That's A+. Plus. Shout out to them, and I'm glad yeah. we get a chance to GZ Jr. Jr. Sure. We're giving you love on our program. Don't mural. With that being said, can't have them taking off on all of them. Do you think if Alex Crusoe had a full head of hair, people would love him just as much as they do? 
I really think that that helps him. I think that, like, the same way that people associate your hairline with you, people associate his hairline with him. And it makes him more relatable and likable. And also, there was a movie about this called White Man Can't Jump. Oh, he can jump. Right? He's athletic. He and can so jump. when you see somebody that can, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you celebrate him. Jalen, we got to get you a mural. <laughs> we'll get you a mural. We're going to get you. You're going to be dancing center court with MSG. We're going to get you a I mural in Detroit. To that. I can't believe you agreed to it either. And I'm only going to give you an hour to prepare, too. <laughs> so you get one hour to prepare the choreography, and you're going to be dancing in the middle of MSG. I cannot wait for that. We're going to make that happen. I've never been more excited for anything we've done on the program besides this. Jalen, <laughs> you know Jalen Jacoby is the exclusive home of updates on a few players like LaMelo Ball and our guy, Jay-Z's nephew, Nas Carter. Remember where you heard about Nas Carter first, because he's about to be a national sensation. Do you know what Nas Carter did last night? I do. Do you know what he did last night? I do. Nas Carter. Multiple dunks. Nephew of Jay-Z. Here he comes here. Watch this. Young! You, you ready for this? Oh, this one's my favorite. Look you, at this. Look you, know, at this. you know what he did to the um, <sighs> competition? What do you do? Ether. He ethered the competition. And then this is a windmill. A two-foot, two-hand windmill. In a game against Maine. Jalen, I through love, the air with the greatest of I love of Nas Carter so much. <laughs> we literally just showed 75% of his points last night. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Yes. If he scored one basket, we're going to show it. We will always, always, always give you the latest on Nas Carter, Jay-Z's nephew, high flyer for Washington. He got a cold name. I That's love cold it so name. much. It is now time for Soft Mover Boss. J.J. Watt, man of the people, you know, likable guy. He's on social media and he did something very interesting. He put his telephone number out on Twitter so people could reach out to him directly. Giving out your phone number, your actual phone number on social media, soft move or boss. Move. That's the kind of boss move I ain't down for. No, I can no. give out your phone number right now. No, don't do that. Please don't. I appreciate that he wants to interact with his fans. You know what we should do? Let's just call him. I texted him. <laughs> I As a matter of fact, we should hit him up. I texted him already, yeah. and you'll never believe this. I texted him. I asked him to borrow some money. I told him just like two grand. What's his number? Say, mate, let's say his number. His number? Does he get Why it are you making say, me do this? You know I don't like his follow-up number. questions. You know I don't like follow-up questions. I think Jalen it's Rose. a boss move. He wants to be oh. a man of the people. Wait a second. He got back to me. What's going on? This is JJ. I know what you're thinking. This has to be an auto text. You're right. The first two are. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he got me. He got me. Oh, JJ. You got me. You got me on this one. Jalen Rose. A lot of leagues have random drug testing, right? Well, Le'Veon Bell is saying that through 10 games, he has been randomly selected five times in 10 weeks for HGH blood tests. Jalen, do you believe that leagues randomly select players when they drug test? If you've been tested five times in 10 weeks, that ain't random. No. That's harassing. harassing. It really is. That, that That's what that feels like to me. It's unfortunate in theory, that they seem to be singling him out in the league that has 52, 53 players on the roster and there's 32 teams. Yeah, I'm not even going to do 50 times 32 right it's like now. 16, it's like 1,600. Yeah, about 1,600 players. You're going to tell me that he randomly was selected five times in 10 weeks. You remember last year when Eric Reed was randomly selected a few times when he played? So I'm going to ask you again, do you think that they... Do not randomly select. They actually select who is going to be drug tested. Well, I, under this premise, have to believe that the latter is taking place. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because it's 10 weeks, five tests? Like, doesn't that seem uh, excessive? How often were you tested in the NBA? 
Well, the, the, the rules changed. Okay. At first, you only got tested in training camp. Oh. Unless you were in the system. And once you get in the system, they can random test you. Later in my career, they started to implement the four random tests throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And you could get upwards of four, but you might only get one. So it just depends. That seems to be more random than five tests so let's in say, 10 weeks. Let's say you were tested like 20 times in your career. How many did you pass? 100%. <laughs> Moving on with 16 points and six assists in tonight's game, Luka Doncic can become the fifth player in NBA history to average a 30-point triple-double over a 10-game span. Other players are LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Michael Jordan, and Oscar Robinson. I want to remind everybody, this man is 20 years old, Jalen Rose. What is it about him that makes him so successful in the NBA so quickly? His versatility, his pace. He never seems to get sped up. I really like that about him. He has unlimited range, can finish at the hoop. He's Mm -hmm. uber-confident. And you mentioned, at 20 years old, out here still getting triple doubles. And I said this the other day when I was watching him play. Seems like it's easy work. Yes. It don't seem like he's overextended himself in any way, shape, or form. No. He's plays within himself and he has a lot of confidence. It seems like the game slows down for him a little bit. Like he never seems to be pressed and he seems very comfortable when he has the ball, even in traffic, even driving to the hoop, shooting over bigs and playmaking for others. Now, you know, I've said before, I think that this team with this dynamic duo will win a championship, not this year, not next year, but soon. But I also say this is they need to get more complimentary players around him and Kristaps. So my question for you is what type of players would best complement those two? The next level for this team is to have an, another all-star. In mm. particular, on the wing, because all of these guys come to town on a nightly basis. LeBron James, yep. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. You just might play against those guys and make those guys work. So I think that wing spot is something that they're going to be trying to add. And you can always use big bodies on the interior. Okay. Now we're talking about the Dallas Mavericks. And we always talk about hip-hop culture on this show and sort of the impact that hip-hop culture has had on society and how over years, it just seems like every year, it's more and more welcomed into the mainstream. But that's a good thing. But it's not always a good thing. I want you to look at the Mavs jerseys, okay? Jalen Rose, what do you think of that Mavs jersey with the graffiti lettering? I'm not as mad at it as you seem to be. Oh, I'm mad at it. Because I love hip-hop and I appreciate graffiti so very much. It Teams wear alternate uniforms. They probably have 10 different uniforms. I'm not mad at that being one of them. See, I think it's corny. I think that it's a corny uniform. Like I, I think the idea of just like, oh, let's make it hip-hop. Let's get some graffiti in there. <laughs> it's going to be so cool and the kids are going to love it. Like, no, no, no. That they, no, just, just make it regular uniform. Brooklyn tried to, try to do something like this, too. It's like you can make an alternate uniform. Just make it a different color. You know what I mean? We don't have to make it make it look like a graffiti mural that says Mavs. Mavs aren't cool. I'm not mad at it. I'm mad at it. Jalen Rose, we always say we don't force topics on this show. So we have a segment. We ain't going to talk about the Cowboys? Catered to your particular taste. Because you are very particular about what we talk about on the show. It's something that you really care about. So we have a segment where you decide whether or not we discuss a topic. It is called Keep It Moving. Keep it moving you know, keep if it you moving. want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, me and Met the Man jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Let's get it. Okay, first, I have some Nas... Hit the brakes. News. I knew you'd hit the brakes on that one. Nasir Jones, better known as Nas, became the, quote, voice of Hennessy to empower HBCU students. Hennessy has a $10 million scholarship. That's dope. Initiative for African-American students. That's dope. Jalen, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. 
Is Hennessy doing more help or harm for African-American collegiate students? Help. You said they bringing out the checkbook. Didn't you say scholarship? $10 million. And they attaching Nas to it. This is terrific. I, as somebody that's philanthropic himself mm-hmm. and really passionate about educating young people, I'm happy that these two partnered up to try to do something special. And I must say this about athletes and MCs and entertainers. I love to watch them graduate. Mm. Cause I remember Chip Tooth Nas. Yep. On the live at the barbecue. Yep. You know, talking about snuffing somebody. Yep. And then to now see his evolution as a businessman and philanthropically is great to watch. And also just the, the evolution of the lyrical content. Cause you know, you listen to Illmatic, it's not exactly the most uplifting, helpful, you know, tales from his neighborhood in but Queensbridge. But how classic is that album? Bro? Quick question for you. Is Hennessy cultural or regional? Cultural. Hennessy is cultural. Cultural. Fair to say. Cultural. Little John was detained at a Vietnam airport. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Yo, hit the brakes. Little John was on tour and he was detained at the airport because he had to declare his jewelry. He was wearing hundreds of thousands worth of jewelry. Look, Vietnam got me hemmed up over my icy, shaking my head. But Jalen Rose, here's what happened. Look at all that jewelry. They told him at first that he had to leave the jewelry there. No. For it to be no. professionally appraised. No. And then they would let him go, but they would leave the jewelry. No. If someone told you that you had to leave your jewelry in a different country, but you were nah. free to go, what would you do? Not going to be able to do it. What would you do? I know you. Like, you're very calm. You're very kind. You're great to all the people around us. But when you get upset, you get upset. Yes, yes. You get upset. I would have got that upset. Jalen that would come yeah. out. That yeah, Jalen would correct. come out. Yeah, that's... But, but it also uh, allows me to... Continue to make sure I applaud our military and appreciate the freedoms that we are afforded yeah. as Americans in our yeah. country. Sometimes you, you travel abroad and you forget that and you can sometimes take it for granted. $400,000 worth of jewelry. I would not be comfortable wearing $400,000 worth of anything. Yes, you will. I would not be comfortable yes, making four hundred. dollars No, I would yes, not. Would. I don't have a single article of clothing that's over like $500. First of all, you said I will? Yeah, yes, you will. You loan me some, you loan me the mansion? What's happening? Is there something I don't know about? You can you rock it. Christmas is coming, Jay. Jay, Christmas is coming up. You're rich. I see what's happening here. I can see you walking uh, a slick Rick kit. No, no. You know me better than that. A Mr. You T know me better than that. Kit. I don't even wear watches. I'm not like you, Jalen. We're different. <laughs> Moving on. We have some news about Brett Brown. I got to bring my jewels back out. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving for now. Okay, we'll keep we moving, man. Keep it Beth. moving. We keep it moving. LaMelo Ball update. Hit the brakes. I knew you were going to hit the brakes on this one. He told Bleacher Report, I swear to God, I can be an NFL quarterback. Jalen Rose, do you know who the quarterback for the Lions is currently starting? Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. Would you rather have Jeff Driscoll start for the Lions or LaMelo Ball? Be honest. Carmelo, I mean, I'm sorry. Colin Kaepernick. Okay. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Yeah, I want Colin Kaepernick. We wanted 18s and went and watched them work out. LaMelo Ball. Great distributor. Tall. You know, that's important. Great passer. Great vision. Crafty. I could see him being a quarterback. I got to get one of them shirts Colin Kaepernick was rocking. It was dope. Don't get fired. We have... Important Vermont basketball news. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. I think they have a shot clock. Oh, yeah. Anthony Lamb scored 17 straight points against Virginia. Again, 17 straight points. Now, that's work. Did they win the game? No. But Virginia only gives up about 40 points a game. 17 straight. What's the most consecutive points you've ever scored in a game? I'm not sure. I really don't know any level. I'm not sure. I do remember... Being an eighth grader for Precious Blood, and we was playing against Jay Zoo, 
at a Christmas tournament, mm-hmm. and I think we had like 45 total points. I have 40. <laughs> what happened to the other five? I know you didn't get the assist. You probably subbed out. You probably subbed yourself out because you were tired. That's, that's probably what happened. Jalen Rose, we have something that we don't usually have on the program. A hockey highlight. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. All right. I want you to take a look at Marc-Andre Fleury as he robs this goal. Look Boom. at this. Boom. Look at that diving save right there, Jalen Rose. It's really impressive. Now, I've seen you attempt to ice skate. <laughs> so if you were to play hockey, you could only be the goalie. Would you, only dress, be the goalie. would you ever dress up in pads and let me take shots at you? No, because that puck is that puck is hard. Yes. And it hurts. Yes. And also trying to squat my six eight self inside <laughs> of a net, my knees would be hurt and I wouldn't be able to let walk. Me, we spend a lot of time together, right? We walk around <laughs> New York City a lot. And sometimes when the lights, you know, count down from like three, two, one, and you have to jog across the street, it doesn't look good. <laughs> it does not look good. I feel bad. I'm like, we should just walk. Let's just walk. The cars won't hit you. Let's just walk. Just knees all broken. I, I wasn't a part of the low management phase of the career, of my career. Um, we have new college football rankings. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. We'll keep it moving for now. Mm-hmm. LSU and Ohio State are the squad. We keep it moving. Yes. You know the top seven teams didn't even move. Jalen, ranch dressing news. Hit the brakes. Oh, hit the brakes on that. You know Hidden Valley Ranch, some of the best ranch out there. I love me some ranch. Put ranch on everything. Ranch on pizza. Ranch on ranch on yes, ranch on ranch yes, on ranch. Yes, they yes. have a Christmas stocking that is the shape of a stocking, yet it is 52 ounces of ranch dressing. Are you interested in a stocking full of ranch dressing? One cookout, it'll be gone. <laughs> what? One cookout. How many people you have over the cookout? Um, you How said, many people you have over? 52 ounces. 52 um, ounces? Um, 15 people. What's the weirdest thing you put ranch dressing on? The weirdest thing, uh, sometimes I dip fries in it. You ever dip pizza in it, like pepperoni pizza? Ooh, you had the me spicy try pepperoni that. So here, with the cool ranch. So here's Ooh, what it's I like. Delicacy. This is why ranch is so clutch because you put it on things just because it's available. Yeah, just to try. If stuff. I had 52 ounces in this stocking, yeah, you put, put it on put whatever. I put it in a drink. I don't know. <laughs> I'll put it on anything. Ranch makes everything better. Correct. Do you keep ranch in the fridge? Keep ranch in the fridge, yes. Yes. Okay, good. Sometimes you keep things outside the fridge I don't like. What about hot sauce? In the fridge. In the fridge. In the door of the fridge. I have one specific shelf on the door of the fridge just for my various hot sauces. Sir, me and my wife go back and forth on. (laughs) I want it outside of the fridge because it's very viscous. And it gets in the fridge, gets a little too viscous. Do you know what viscous means? No. Okay. Moving on. And I'm happy I don't know what it means. We have a new... Delicious Thanksgiving delicacy. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Pringles is releasing a special can of Pringles flavor of roasted turkey. It sounds kind of good. Are you into roasted turkey flavored Pringles? I'm into it. I'll try that. If you notice, I cut down on my chip consumption. They used, you used to be heavy into the chips. Better made on better made on better made. You had a full box, like a, like the size of a television box. You had <laughs> chips the, the, all the over the place. The what chips? about the Edos? I haven't seen the Edos much either. I, I, I'll tell you why. What? Going to the dentist, dog. Oh, what'd they say? Hey, man. It, it hurt to sit in that chair. I had a couple Jaylen, of cavities filled. We are very close to Thanksgiving. I have a couple updates. Number one, we're going to a restaurant. Yes. I love the restaurant. Yes. No cleaning, no yes. leftovers, no cooking, Smart. easy in Bet and out. Move. Keep the house clean. You're rich. I love it so much. Number two, turkey is the most overrated part of Thanksgiving. I could do Thanksgiving dinner without the, and pass the turkey. Easy. So Easy. So that's controversial. 
No. That, that is really no. controversial. I could, do, I could easily do Thanksgiving and not, not have an ounce of turkey. At him. This is one man speaking for two of us. At Jalen Rose. So here's the thing. You may not notice, I don't like white meat. I love white meat. So I'll do the turkey legs. Oh, no. Oh, no. Will you go to like a fair and eat the turkey leg? No, don't don't say you will. I used to. Oh, I was no, one of those, those people. So gross. And corn dogs. So gross. And got, got all of the uh, little sticks inside uh, of it. Every time I see a turkey leg, sticks someone in. eating one of those, I'm like, you're not going to finish that. You know how many times the I ligaments brought, in there? Do you know uh, how many uh, times I've oh, bought you're making me sick. deep you're fried me turkeys sick. for the staff? So many times. I love turkeys. Do you know how many times I brought deep fried turkeys to the staff? <laughs> Never. You know what? I'm going to make a, a confession right now. Deep fried turkey overrated too. No. Deep fried no. turkey is overrated no. too. No. It's overrated too. I don't like turkey. Turkey's just like a worst tasting chicken. That's what it is. Would you rather have fried turkey or fried chicken? Answer the question right now. Answer the question right now. Would you have fried chicken or fried turkey? Fried chicken. Of course. So why are we why are we making this meal all around turkey? But here's the other thing. It's a, it's a secondary bird. But here's the other thing I want to say. I can talk about this forever. There's so many people that love turkey. Deep fried or however. I have a question for them that I challenged myself on the last few years and I corrected it. Okay. If you love it so much, why you only eat it once a year? It's not good. It's not right? good. Why it you only eat it once good. a year? It is. There's a reason you only eat it once a year. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. <laughs> Jalen, is Wednesday. Hey, ladies! Wednesday is where we celebrate the more intelligent, more responsible, harder working, kinder, generally superior gender of our species, the females by taking only female voicemails. If you call 98580Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. And if you give Reggie a shout out and he just happens shout to listen out. to that one because we know he doesn't listen to all of them, he'll put it on the show just like this. Hi, Jalen and Jacoby. My name is Zakayla calling you from the 757. Shout out, Reg. Shout put out. me on the pod. I got a cultural or regional question. Put in sugar on your small smoke and rice with gravy. My stepdad makes me listen to the pod every day in the car which is an obvious boss move, and he said it's a soft move so, to put sugar on your small spoon and rice with gravy. Enjoy listening to the show. Keep giving the people what Shout they want. Shout out to you, Kayla. To Kayla, I believe your name is, for giving us a call. Gravy on your rice, Jalen Rose, cultural or regional? I would say that's regional. Regional, definitely regional. Also, calling sauce gravy regional. Regional. Or cultural. It's like I think Italians do that. Italians call soft, uh, call sauce gravy. I think that's regional. I think it's, it's cultural. Calling sauce gravy is cultural. Okay. Italians, Italians do that. Okay. I've never understood it. It's not gravy. Okay. Gravy is a completely different okay. food item. Do you put gravy on your rice? No. Do you put sugar on your rice? No. Just butter. Just so butter. I don't like on my rice. You know what? I've never, I've never been good at making rice. <laughs> I've never been good at it. I've what? never because it always gets stuck to the pot, or I cook it too long, or take it out too quick. It just—it seems like I only get like eighty percent of the rice actually ends up on a plate. I like fried rice. Me too. Shrimp fried rice. You got rice. a wok at the house? Yeah, but I don't use. it I invested in a wok. Oh, I was walking. <laughs> I was walking it up. I was walking, rolling all over the place for a while there. You know what happened to me since we moved to New York City? What? No more grill. Do you know what I means? I don't cook anymore. The grill used to be my contribution I remember. to the family meals. No more grill. I don't have an outdoor space. I'm going to put the grill in the stoop. So here's what you can do. What's that? I'll spend some time with your brother. I would love to. You I know what to. I like to do that I realize makes me happy? Grill at night. 
<laughs> Why does grilling at night make you happy? I don't know. It just seems like it's dark outside. <laughs> the it fire's seems, It just seems like I'm doing something mischievous. Do you know what I've never been good at? The uh, using like the like the coal grill, like with the actual no, coals, no. gas grill. No, like why wow, we might it's no. taste so much better the smoke. Like no. you know what? No. I'm not waiting around no. for that long. No, too like, much I maintenance. I couldn't get it hot enough. Uh. Can't control the heat. I was gonna turn the dial on. Yeah, I ain't carrying bags of coal. Yeah, I'm good. There's nothing worse than having people over. You're cooking on the grill. Like, what, what happened? Like, oh, I ran out, running out of gas. No. I always have a backup. I always have a backup. backup. You gotta have a rotation of two. Yes. You gotta have a rotation of two of those things. Those things are dangerous. They are dangerous. Those things are dangerous. Catch on fire. Whenever I'm driving home from the gas station with one of those, I feel like if I get in a car accident, I'm just gonna explode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always nervous about that. I'll never go with one of the kids. I'll spray the liquid. I'll never ever go with one of the kids and pick up uh, whatever they call it. What are those things called? The charcoal? No, the big uh, propane tanks. Yeah. Propane. I'll never go take a kids with me when I'm running that area. Well, I'll. Just to bring you behind the curtain, there were periods in my life where we didn't have heat. Mm. So we used kerosene heaters really frequent. Oh, yeah? And one of the things I used to do, because my mom worked so really hard, I used to try to make sure the house was warm when she woke up to get ready. Mm-hmm. And we she had to be at work at 8, and obviously I had to be at school at 8, so we used to leave the house around 7. So I used to pop up around 6. Jump in the ride before I even have my license. Go fill up the kerosene tank, bring it back to the crib. So I've done that multiple times, but I just ain't willing to do it to cook. Rice, no gravy. I'm not putting gravy on the rice. Nah. Really appreciate the call. Definitely a boss move that your stepdad makes you listen to the podcast. But gravy, always gra- a boss move. But but gravy is is really slept on based on who's making it. Listen, I can't eat turkey without gravy. Because, but there are people that can, quote unquote, put their foot in some gravy. <laughs> quote unquote, I've never heard that before. You never heard that term? I've never heard that before, ever. That's cultural. I've never heard put your foot in some gravy. Really? Never in my life. <laughs> never in my life have I heard that. <laughs> put their foot in some gravy? That's cultural. Did you just make that up now? I did not make that up. Nope. And we asked everybody on IG. Reg, you've heard John, that before? tell them. Derek, tell him. Wow. Cali boy, tell him. Sometimes I'm reminded of just how different we are. Because we have a lot, we share a lot of common interests. We do. And I got to make sure I pay Rez DeLedge some homage. There was someone on social who told me that they were at a Memphis Grizzlies basketball game. Okay. And somebody on the opposing team went up for a shot and it got blocked. And they did the E40 nope in the arena. Oh. Nope. Good. Nope. Good. Nope. Influencing. How about that? Influencing. Oh, speaking of influence. You remember when Draymond Green did that rap at the parade? The Warriors were loose at a couple of those parades. <laughs> the Warriors, remember the GM was saying things out of his neck about KD. Draymond Green was freestyling. There was one parade. It was like nine in the morning. I'm like, y'all really didn't go to sleep last night, did you? No, why, why would you? I would, uh, I remember when it was, uh, Dirk was doing an interview with the Podfather and he said that they lost, was it Deshaun Stevenson? They lost him. Mm-hmm. They lost him for like <laughs> eight days after they won the championship. They're like, we just lost him. We don't know where he went. We don't know what happened. He was just lost. I got to bring you guys behind the curtain on something. Take us behind the curtain. Yesterday, Jacoby and I was at Shade 45. That's right. Shout out to my brother, Lord Sear, for showing love. Shout out. I'm going to go back there and DJ one, at one point. Love Lord's here. I'm going to go back and DJ. He's a vet in the game. Mm-hmm. Stretching Bobito days. Yep. Stretching Bob. If you don't know Stretching Bob, they've got a documentary out. They've got a show. They've got a podcast. 
Love stretching bottoms. Also, I got to give another shout out to Ladies Love Cool J. Shout out. Got a chance to kick it with him for a second yesterday. Mm-hmm. Supports our program. We will be doing Rock the Bells Radio again. Big shout to Rock the Bells. They had us on do a little takeover. They want us to do it again. I'm excited about that. We're going to do that. And I got to bring you guys behind the curtain on something really important to the program. What's that? This person. What's that? This person I've called the most influential artist in the history of hip hop. The most influential artist in the history of hip hop. Who's that? Andre Young. Oh. Dr. Dre. Oh. Huh. FaceTime with him yesterday. Really? Yeah. What do you have to say? Just that he appreciates the program. Really? When are you going to tell me about this? You wait until we're on wax? I wanted you to know on wax because he's going to be on the show. Wow. He's rich, rich. <laughs> like, you're rich? He is rich, rich. <laughs> he's a billionaire. Yeah, he's yeah with a B. With a B. Wow. Man, I can't wait till I'm a billionaire. So, we're going to get Dr. Dre on the program. He supports our movement, appreciates the love. I would love that. When's he coming to town? You got his number? Can I have his number? <laughs> Can I have his phone number? Can I have his phone number? I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not joking. Why are you no, laughing? I'm not the person that's giving people number? numbers away. Can I have his phone number? <laughs> no. Yo, what's up, Dr. Dre? It's me, David Jacoby. <laughs> From Jalen and Jacoby. Just wanted to say hi. And I think you're a great artist. Can I borrow a million dollars? Here's my Venmo account. Hit me. Oh, that's hilarious. I'll set him up for like a couple grand. He's in the studio. Working? In the studio. I watched that documentary um, on HBO, and like he is such a perfectionist that he doesn't release music. Like he's obsessed with it. Like every little detail has to be perfect. Like we're not like that on this show. Correct. We just come in here, we do whatever we want, and then we leave and forget about it. So I, I need, because there will be people that question what I just said about the most influential artist in the history of hip hop. Yeah. Let me bring you guys behind the curtain on why. Okay. I'm old enough to remember the World Class Wrecking Crew. And there was a song that influenced me to actually want to DJ. And it was called Surgery. And you know who was the disc jockey? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. 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 Had some great scratches in that record. And so he graduates from that situation. And uh, what group was he a part of after that? Mm-hmm. What group was he a part of after that? Um, I'm not allowed to say. Yes, you are. It's NWA is the uh, abbreviation. <laughs> okay. They, they're really popular. They right? were popular. Very influential. Okay. How influential were they? Changed hip-hop forever. Forever. And they only had Rest in Peace, Easy e in the group. Mm-hmm. Who went on to have a couple of classic albums himself. Another gentleman. By the name of O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea Jackson. My brother, Ice Cube, who not only went on to have so many classic albums, but so many classic movies, too. Oh, we got a problem in it? Very successful, man. How about that? Very successful, young man. MC Ren, DJ Yella, classics, okay? And then Cube left the group. Mm Mm-hmm. NWA still dropped a classic album. Yep. 100 Miles of Running, classic. First, what I remember as being an EP, six songs, classic, right? But he didn't stop there. 
He didn't stop there. Nope. He helped discover an artist um, on a song called Deep Cover That's in the early nineties. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Right. And he's only a legend. He's only had classics, movies, television. All oh, right, they had a movie together. What? Uh, I'm sorry. The what, Wash. What imprint were they on? Oh, that's right. Death Row. Death, Death Row. Uh, Death Row. Do they also have another guy? Um, Death Row Records. He was like, he was like mm. named Three Pac or something. Yeah, he did a song. Um, oh, Tupac Shakur. Yes, Tupac Shakur. Yes. Also, also yeah, Dr. Dre. California yep. Love when he got out of jail, right? Hmm. And I'm going to introduce you guys to somebody that you probably don't know that you should know. The DOC. High energy flowing with the wisdom. Sense of a rich man, knowledge in the rhythm. For those that don't know, he was on his way to BJ before Hope. He was that dope. Had an unfortunate car accident. Mm-hmm. Lost his voice. But you know what they continue to go on to do? The Chronic. You remember the, the, the Chronic? I do remember the Chronic. The, the, the Chronic is a... um. Oh, it's a classic oh, as the well. Best album of all time. Right? It's, it's a classic. It's oh, top, top 10. Right? No matter and who he you just are. Stop, he didn't just stop there. Isn't it more than one chronic? Yes. Well, you're all, there's also Interscope, Marshall Mathers. I don't know if you're familiar with him. There's also a gentleman by the name of uh, Curtis Jackson. There's also a gentleman 50, by the name cent. of The Game. Yep. Warren G. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Most influential figure Anderson Pat. in hip-hop. And I'm forgetting people. Oh yeah, of course. You know when we do lists, you forget. I'm, yeah, we, every time I, I, we do I'm a list. I'm forgetting people that every Drake time had his we do a list. In it. Yeah. Did I say Dog Pound? Lady of Rage. Did I say Dog Pound? Yeah, I think you said Dog. Oh, okay. They had bars. He always gives the people what they want. And it's time. like you said, with a perfection as a perfectionist. Now think about what you just said. All of these individuals are legends and have classics. Everybody we just named has classics. How about that? IG okay. During the television portion of the program, Jalen Rose agreed to dance with the Nick City Dancers at halftime of Madison Square Garden. Because you know they're going to love this. You know all we have to do is write one email to the PR people at the Knicks, and they're going to agree to this in a second. And they're going to promote it. They're going to put your face on a ticket in a bikini. <laughs> I can't wait for this to happen. And you know I'm lazy sometimes when it comes to the show and preparation. You know, the, the, the staff does all the work now. And you know I'm going to work on this one. You know I'm going to make this happen. I don't believe. I'm going to get on the phone with Michelle, your great assistant, make sure we get the dates right. I'm going to get you a, a hotel room in the city so you can't complain. It's going to be great. You know what I was initially. Oh, what are we going so, to put you in for an outfit? I, I, the only the, Initially, I agreed to it because I was thinking, ain't no way it's going to happen oh, anyway. it's going to happen. But now as you say oh, all look of at my these face. things. Look at my face. Yeah, I shouldn't. That was dumb. That was really dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. You can't take it back now. I'm going to yeah. put it on social. There's going to be a movement behind yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, we'll put the date out. We'll promote it. Madison Square Garden is going to sell out. Yeah. going to be people outside selling tickets for double face value. I don't want to see that visual. No one's going to be leaving their seats at halftime. <laughs> Bathrooms empty. <laughs> bars empty. <laughs> Just waiting for you to come out. That was so dumb. I love it when you do dumb stuff because you usually, usually protect yourself from things yeah, like this. You're dumb. a vet. That was usually dumb. protect yourself from things like dumb. this. Like the cinnamon challenge. Yeah, the cinnamon challenge. We made you do that one. <laughs> Shout out to the Paw Father. All right, so February 8th, the Pistons are in town. Shout out. Two birds and one stone. February 8th. Everyone, mark your calendars right now. Jalen Rose will be dancing with the Nick City Dancers February 8th. And he's only going to practice the choreography for one hour. So you're not even going to have the choreography. <laughs> 
Seuss could be <laughs> flopping around. How long you think falling it's how, how, So when you saw Gronk, uh-huh. and shout to Venus, I love her. She's a great competitor. Shout out. How long do you think that they practiced? That? A day, a full eight hour day. It takes a long time. I've never done choreography. I did one time for a, a flash mob at my buddy's wedding. Shout out to J-Bot. <laughs> so we had to learn choreography. It's harder than you Shout think. Out. What's a flash mob? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. It's a. It's like a... Are you serious? Yeah. What do you think a flash mob is? Uh, Don't no, answer I, that. Don't get fired. Well, I think, I think <laughs> about fired. somebody lifting up their shirt. No. It's when... Um, you, how do I explain? Like It's like a, like, like a, like a Grand Central Station. A flash mob would be 200 people would prepare a dance, and then they would play the music, and then just start dancing in the middle of Grand Central Station. Got it. So my homeboy yeah. was getting married. Shout out to Jutton. And um, they out. made us all learn to dance the night before. Might have been some beverages involved. That's cultural. Yep. And we danced. It's cultural. Right? Yep. Dancing is a big party. You been to an Indian wedding? You don't go to weddings. Indian weddings are lit. There's like a dance-off. He comes in on a horse. What? You do a dance-off. So it's like a dance-off with his people against her people. Really? It's weird, yeah. You do a dance off. It's amazing. Anyone that knows what I'm talking about knows knows what I'm talking. If you know, you know. So when you guys are doing flash mobbing, you know yes. what we're doing? Soul Train Line. Yes. Yes. All day. Yes. So I don't know what a flash mob is. Dance off is great. The horse riding a horse to Manhattan. No. Do y'all do si do and switch partners and all of that? No. No, you do a dance off. It's like. It's like a, it's like a, it's kind of like, what's that? What's the Jets and the Sharks movie? What's that one called? You know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you, West Side me? Story. You did? You never see West Side Story? I don't remember. You've seen West Side Story. You remind They do like me dance fights. West it's like Side that. Story. <laughs> You're the worst singer. We're taking all female voicemails. This is Women's Wednesday here on Jalen and Jacoby. If you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail and we'll put it on the show just like this one. Ridge. Hey, Jalen and Jacoby. This is Bubbles. First, I want to thank you so much for giving the people what they want. I've been listening to the commentary relating to Colin Kaepernick getting a tryout on Saturday, and I am curious about your thoughts about this underlying possible topic. Do you think that there's a rush in terms of the timeline of the tryout because Antonio Brown just met with the league this week? And perhaps there are teams who are clamoring to get him, and maybe the league is considering bringing him back, but they know that the optics of allowing him to come back, considering all that has happened, would not be a good look, considering they have not even given Colin a shot to come back. What are your thoughts? Thank you. Big shout to Bubbles. Appreciate the call. Jalen Rose, do you think there is any sort of link between Antonio Brown's current situation with the league and the Colin Kaepernick trial? I'll link them right here by saying this. I believe as training camp approaches next season in the NFL, both of those individuals will be participating with teams. I think so, too. I don't think I haven't heard a single serious inquiry since the workout. About hiring Colin Kaepernick for this season. Have you heard anything? I don't think don't it's going to happen. This season, I don't think it's going to happen this season. No. But I believe, and I know this microphone records things that we say. Mm-hmm. When training camp starts next year, Colin Kaepernick and Antonio Brown will be there participating with teams. Truly believe that. Do you think this workout? Players- this, this is this is why I, I said it was not a perfect storm. Of course, you want 32 coaches and GMs there. Of course, they were trying to set it up at the Falcons facility. It fell through. But a template 
got made that shouldn't get overlooked because eight teams did see him throw. Mm-hmm. And the template now is he went from not working out for NFL personnel for three years to working out for NFL personnel, which means that there's a thawing of the ice, mm-hmm. so to speak. So now if I'm him, when the winter meetings happen and I know the coaches and the GMs are going to be there, guess what he can do again at a high school? Set up another workout. You can. And another thing is this is there's a time when the franchises around the league would say, well, we don't want the distraction. It would be a distraction or there would be a backlash or the fans, there'd be implications on the fans and they say it's not worth it. And that was their reason. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that he was colluded against. There was a whole lawsuit about that, but it sort of felt like it. Well, he was white ball. Yeah. And there's also this. It's not the same now. Like, it's not just has there been a thawing. Like, it's just not such a hot topic anymore. The kneeling or not kneeling or Colin Kaepernick. or He's not as controversial. So I think if a team brought him in, there wouldn't be the same quote-unquote distraction and quote-unquote backlash as there would have been once upon a time. And let me flip it for you. What about the level of intrigue that that team is going to have once they add him? Mm-hmm. People are going to tune in to see him perform. And that, 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 that in itself brings value. But also, I want to acknowledge this. The way you see Russell Wilson as a dual threat, mm-hmm. the way Lamar Jackson is taking the league by storm, Patrick Mahomes is the reigning MVP, Colin Kaepernick is a mobile quarterback. Yep. yep. That's what's needed today, unless you're going to be Tom Brady or Drew Brees and standing in the pocket. So, to your point, as the time continues to progress... I think we get closer to the goal of getting him in uniform and getting him a legitimate opportunity to perform. And every season we see how important the role of backup quarterback is for an NFL franchise. Correct. I'm going to give you two teams to watch for. Oh, okay. Because it's 32, and I and I sometimes I just throw stuff out there. I'm going to give you two teams to watch for. All right. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Falcons. Mm. Watch those two mm. teams. The Dolphins are definitely going to have to bring in somebody. They're going to draft a quarterback, and they're going to bring in a new quarterback. Those are interesting franchises. Thank you so much for the call, Bubbles. Really appreciate you and all of our female callers. We're taking all callers on Friday. We're off the show tomorrow. First day off in a long time, Jalen. Yeah. First day off in a long time. I need a vacation. What are you going to do? Do get up. Oh, it's not a day off for you. Day off for David. (laughs) Big rec league playoff game tonight. I'm coming. Big rec league playoff coming. game tonight. You're not coming. I'm coming. Will you dance at halftime with the Knicks City no, Dancers? I don't believe. I don't even believe I said that. I can't I was either. not smart. I cannot wait for us to do that. We'll be back on Friday. Why is that, Kara? We're done. We're not done. We're not done. They're my little guys. I love them. What it do, baby? Yeah.